Welcome to the ghost train. Tickets, please. Take your seat and enjoy the ride. All aboard! <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome on board the Ghost Train Podcast. This is the podcast that dives right into the creepy and freaky world of the paranormal. So This Is Crazy is actually the one year anniversary of the Ghost Train Podcast. I can't believe it's already been a year of riding the Ghost Train with all of you. I'm always looking for feedback on how to make this show better, so DM me on Instagram, Facebook, or even tweet me and let me know what you feel would make this show even better or what I'm doing that you really, really enjoy. I hope you had a safe and happy Halloween. I was recommended this spooky drink called a poison berry smash from the girls over at the podcast, Booze and Spirits. And when a drink tastes that good, it's really hard to stop drinking it. I definitely woke up with a Halloween hangover. So you could say I had a little bit of fun that evening. I was also guilty of mixing my drinks with candy. I've eaten so much candy in the last two weeks, it's getting ridiculous. These Reese's peanut butter cups are like crack. I can't stop eating them. They were and still are my favorite Halloween candy. I would basically trade any of my candy with my brothers just to get them. What was your favorite candy to get on Halloween? Let me know on my Instagram at Ghost Train Podcast or tweet me at Ghost Train PC. So for this week, I wanted to go back to my origin story and update you all on what's been going on with my paranormal situation because it's been pretty intense and a terrifying ride and it has not stopped yet so here we go next stop the hag so on today's ghost train podcast i thought what better way to celebrate the anniversary of the ghost train than to continue the very first story that I ever shared on the ghost train. And that is the story about my sleep paralysis and the entity known as the hag. This creature is still tormenting my family. Not so much me at the moment, but my younger brother and his family. So what I believe is that this demonic entity has attached itself to my family, probably down from my dad, because he's told me stories about himself painting his room black when he was younger and laying down and getting pinned down and not being able to move and basically going through a form of sleep paralysis and then pushing this thing off and he told me that he saw a ball of light go out of his room. He did tell me that that was the only time that it's ever happened to him, but I'm honestly not so sure. I kind of feel like he's not telling me everything. So I went over to my brother's house the other day to pick up a power drill and he was telling me some of the stories that have been going on with him and his daughter. He was telling me that constantly he'll be sleeping and he'll have the blankets pulled off him in the middle of the night. He still suffers from sleep paralysis and he's constantly calling out to his fiance for help. What's even scarier is that his five-year-old daughter has started to say that she sees an old lady in the hallway walking around and then standing at her doorway. She's also now said that she's come into the room and stands at the end of her bed and watches her sleep. 
she woke up and was screaming hysterically for her dad and mom to come in the room and help her. They came in, she's bawling her eyes out. What's wrong? What's wrong? She All she could say was, the old lady, the old lady's here. They grabbed her, brought her into their bed. Honestly, he said that she sleeps in their bed still to this day. Now, I know the kids have an imagination, but I also do believe that they are more open to seeing spirits and demonic entities like this creature. I don't know what your feelings are about kids being able to be more open to spirits, but I 100% think that they are. Now, that being said, he also told me this one story that was totally freaky. His fiance and him were sitting down. They were kind of having like a date night watching a movie. They had the kids asleep, had just moved into this new house that they're in now. And they were laughing, having fun, and she got up to go to the washroom. And to get to the washroom, you have to walk down this long hallway past the kitchen. And there's a dining room table set there. As she passed the kitchen, a chair slid across the floor, almost hitting her. And it had no reason to. It's not like their house is on a slant. It was some sort of poltergeist activity going on. It scared the crap out of them. And again, since they know me, they called me right away and they asked me what they should do. I told them to get their recording devices out on their phone and start asking questions and saying, who's here? What do you want? You're not welcome here. Get out of the house now. And they did that, but it didn't work. I don't know if they weren't serious enough about it, or maybe they were joking around while they were doing it, maybe thinking it was a bit too silly for them, but it has not worked. Since then, stuff seems to be ramping up. So much so that he called me pretty terrified. So as he's cleaning the floors, he just hears a loud smack. And he turns and looks, and the TV is literally smashed made no sense he said he wasn't close to it to hit it or knock it or anything it just smashed he was so pissed off he called me and he's like i think it's this weird demonic spirit that's here that's done this and i told him i think you're right and i think it's trying to really piss you off and make you so mad that you take it out on the girls and the family so you need to be cool calm and not give a shit about this broken TV. Yes, it's broken. It sucks, but don't feed into this spirit. Just take it as it is and go get a new TV. Now, he's obviously pretty upset about the TV. I would be too. But at the same time, what can you really do? Wasn't under warranty. Nothing more you can do than buy a new TV. So that's what he did. And he told me, he's like, yeah, I think you're right. Like, I just got to calm down, take a few deep breaths, and it's going to be fine. A few weeks later, he's uh, sitting on the couch again, and then he sees from the bathroom, down the hall, a picture fly across the room. He goes, what the hell's going on? He gets up, walks over to the bathroom. There's these very light, small paintings of birds that are in his bathroom that are on nails. And one of the nails is completely bent, and this picture was tossed out of the bathroom. He has no idea what was going on with that. Another story that just happened the other day was that he has a coat rack that's drilled into the wall with anchors that he doesn't even use. Nothing's hung on this at all in the garage. This thing was pulled 
out of the wall and thrown on the ground. He just heard a loud smash, went in there, and he saw it halfway across the garage. He didn't understand what was going on with that. When I'm there standing in his basement and he's telling me these stories, he then told me that he thinks that the basement is where this thing lives. I said, why do you think that? He said, well, whenever I come down here, it smells, it smells disgusting. I was like, well, what does it smell like? He's like, I don't know other than like, just this foul, disgusting stench. I'm like, okay, is it like a gas like smell? He's like, no, it's like something's rotting, like just gross, like old nasty meat or something like that. I was like, well, you know that's not good. And he goes, I know it's not good, but I don't know how to get rid of this thing. And we're standing there talking, we're talking, and then he starts telling me about this mirror that he had just picked up from work. And I was like, oh, let's check it out. So we're looking at this mirror. I'm like, oh, cool, blah, blah. And I'm also telling him, you got to be careful about taking mirrors because they can be gateways to other dimensions and other worlds. And you can be letting different things into your home, not knowing it. Someone may have put a curse on the mirror. You don't really know where these things have come from. So he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, right behind us. I look behind and there's a football sitting in the middle of the room that was not there before. And I said, well, where did that come from? He's like, that's been upstairs in my room. It's not been downstairs. So we walk over, we pick it up and I start talking to it, telling it to leave and get out. But I think that someone needs to start standing up to it. And I think that someone needs to be him and he needs to start taking control of it and he needs to get a hold of that thing and get it out of his house somehow. The other thing is, I don't think it's in the house. I think it's attached to him because it's followed him from my parents' house to every home that he's been in. And I believe that they've been in about three different houses and he's had these incidents happen to him constantly in each home. Now that last story was the first time that I'd seen something like that happen. Something appear out of nothing. The fact that that football was upstairs in his bedroom and then all of a sudden appeared in the basement doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know how he's going to get rid of this thing. Everyone always says, oh, he needs a shaman, he needs this, he needs that. Where do you get a shaman from? Where do you get someone to come do these things for you? Is there like a, a helpline that you call? Is there a place that you go? Where do you do this? Can someone please let me know so I can get in contact with someone and start to help him and deal with this? Because the other thing is that this entity, I believe, is the cause of something even greater, and that is the sickness that he's dealing with now. He's dealing with cancer currently, and it's spread all over his body, and he's fighting it. Like, I, no one I've ever seen fight anything before. But still, I believe that this demonic entity has caused so much pain and tortured him over the years that it's caused this cancer in his body. I don't know if that's me overstepping my boundaries, but that's my personal belief. Because someone that's in their 30s, as young as he is, who's as healthy as he is, shouldn't be dealing with something like this. It doesn't make any sense to me. So... For me, 
I think that this creature is trying to drain him of every ounce of strength that he has so that it can start taking him over. And this is just the one way that it's been able to do it. With my dad, it was able to break him down and cause him severe depression over the years. And I think that that creature was able to just manipulate him and make him do the things that it wanted him to do. He was not a very nice man. He's starting to get better now. And I do believe that that is because the creature has left him and is not fully attached to him anymore. He's more attached to my younger brother, which is completely terrifying. And I don't know how to help him. So this one day I was babysitting for him and I had the two girls coming home from the swimming pool and I pulled into his driveway, got them out and they sat down on his front porch area and they were waiting for my wife to show up because she was coming over to help me babysit them. They all wanted freezies and I went inside to go get them freezies. So I unlocked the door and told them to sit and wait for me to come back. I go inside to get the freezies and I'm walking down the hallway and I hear one of the toys go off and say, I want to play with you. And I just said, nope, I don't want to play with you. You need to leave and get out of here right now. And I went, opened the freezer, got the freezies, cut them. And I said, you may not be scared of me right now, but you're going to be scared of me by the end of the night. And I walked back out, gave the girls our freezies. And we sat there and waited for my wife to show up. When she got there, she helped the girls come inside. And as she was walking in as well, the same toy went off and said, I want to play with you. And then she said, I don't want to play with you. Leave me alone and get out of here. And I walked over to this toy and I was testing it. I wanted to see if it maybe was just going off for some sort of a sensory thing or whatnot. So I started jumping in front of it. Didn't go off. Took it in my hands and I shook it in my hands. Nothing happened. So I just simply walked over to the garage, opened the garage and threw it in the garbage. They don't need this toy anyways. Now, where this story takes an even weirder turn is at the end of the story that I told in the very first Ghost Train podcast, I ended it with that I left the white leather Bible at the house that I was living in at the time. So this past summer, my parents' house was broken into. So much stuff was taken from jewelry to antiques, like my grandfather's pocket watch. But the weirdest thing was I went over there and this place was trashed, like smashed window. There's clothes all over the place, like just completely ransacked. And I went over there to help clean up. And as I was cleaning up in my parents' bedroom, I saw this white Bible laying on the ground. And I picked it up and I opened it and inside it, it had that same card with my name on it and my dad's signature. This was the exact same Bible. How did it get in my parents' house when I left it in a completely different house that's been sold since I was living in it? And I left it in an, like a little crawl space that you can't get into and I whipped it as far back as I could. Makes no sense to me. I'm taking this as a sign that I need to give this Bible to my younger brother and maybe it can help him the way that it helped me.
Well, that's my update for all you passengers of the Ghost Train podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's show. I'd love it and appreciate it if you would post about the Ghost Train on your social media, or even better, tell a friend that's got a long commute to listen on their way to or from work. Together, we can build this into the best paranormal podcast possible. And if you would like to help me out even more, you can check out my Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash ghost train podcast i set this page up so that you can help me get some better equipment and help me make this podcast even better it would be a huge help to me so thank you so much for all your support and i wanted to let you know that this past october was the best month for downloads and listens for the ghost train podcast and i want to thank all of you that listened downloaded and shared the ghost train podcast with your friends and family this past october so thanks again and let's keep this train a rolling by spreading and sharing the ghost train podcast with anyone you know that loves to listen to stories about the paranormal don't forget the next week is remembrance day so get out there and buy a poppy to support our fallen heroes and support their families until the next train gets in the station good luck sleeping tonight <laughs>